Welcome to Jeremiah Smith Ministries, a place where you can grow in God's Word. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Hey, I'm so glad to be with you. How are y'all doing? You doing good? Glory to God. I'm so glad to get to spend time with you today. I hope everybody's doing good. I Normally, I'd have my camera on. I've had a little trouble with my camera here, but uh, we'll just keep on going even without the camera here. I apologize about that. It's turning sideways for some reason, <laughs> but uh, we're working with it here. But uh, I'm so glad to get to be with you. Is everything going good for you, Pastor Prince? How's your meeting going? All right. Oh, praise the Lord. Yeah, I'm fasting too. I, I said, well, I got to fast if I'm going to come to his meeting. Praise the Lord. So I decided I'd fast too. And I believe we're just going to have a good time of the Lord today. Do you believe we could have a good time here today? I believe we could have a good time. Amen. Something could happen. You never know what can happen when the spirit of the Lord is here. Amen. You know, I mean, he's electric. He'll quicken your spirit. He'll make you alive right there where you are. You know, his word will quicken you. It'll make you alive right there where you are. You know, did y'all come to hear the Lord today? I came to hear the Lord. I have an expectation. I always like to see him move. I get thrilled to see him move. And, you know, I'm excited to be here with you today. Praise the Lord. Well, you know, I guess we'll go ahead and start. You want me to go ahead and start, Pastor? All right. Well, I'll go ahead and start. <laughs> we'll go ahead and start. I'm going to pray. Is that Okay. And uh, then we'll start. Father, we just thank you, Father, for your goodness. And we thank you for your mercy, Father. And Father, we just thank you that I've gotten to come here today with this wonderful family here in Africa, Father. Oh, Father, we thank you for the opportunity to get to be with our wonderful family today. And I ask that you bless them today. I ask that you encourage them today, Father. I ask, Lord, that you flood us with light. Help us to see some things we've never seen before today, Father. We ask for burdens to be removed and yokes to be destroyed because of your power today, Father, Lord. And Lord, we ask that you help not one person to leave without getting what they need today, Father. We ask that you help them, Father, whatever they're needing, Father. If somebody's needing to hear from you today, and Father, you, ha you have something that you want to share with them today, Father. We ask that you help them to get what they need, Father, today in Jesus' name. Help not one person to leave without getting a word from you today. Even if I'm saying something else, Father, we ask that your Holy Spirit speak to them and help them to get what they need today, Father. And Father, we just thank you, Father. We ask, Lord, that you bless Pastor Prince and help him to be encouraged today. And Father, we ask that you touch everybody listening to be encouraged in Jesus' name. And we just thank you, Father, for it in advance. And we give you all the praise and we give you all the glory because you're always so good to us. Father, we thank you that you're always good to us. And you said if we're gathered together, here you are in the midst of us. And Father, we just thank you. You're here. You're moving. Your spirit's moving. And people are getting touched today in Jesus' name. 
Amen and amen. Well, you know, I'm so, I'm so glad to be with you, you know, and uh, we've been talking about this as the year that he's going to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, and the year's not up, you know, and he could do it even in the last day if he wants to, <laughs> amen. but I've seen him moving all year long. I don't know about y'all, but he's doing some wonderful, wonderful things this year. And I believe we're going to see some wonderful things before this year's out. I believe that this next month's going to be amazing. Do you believe he could do it to this last month? Do you think it could be amazing? You know, God can do amazing things. It doesn't take him long, <laughs> you know. And uh, I get excited, you know, because you never know what he could do, you know. You don't, you don't know what opportunities are going to come your way, what things are going to happen. My goodness, you know, but you have to be expecting it, you know, and expecting him to move and do things on a daily basis. You should get up every day and say, every day, this is a blessing day. Amen. Looking for a blessing every day. When you get up, you're looking for a blessing every day. My wife likes to do that. She'll go, she'll say, every day is a blessing day, you know. And, you know, you have to be looking for him. He's looking to move, but you got to be looking for him to move. And he wants to every day to be a blessing day. He wants you to be walking with him and talking with him every day, you know. And he wants to do something in your midst every day, you know. That takes faith, doesn't it? It takes a little faith to be looking for a blessing every day, you know. And he likes faith. <laughs> Amen. God loves faith, doesn't he? I mean, man, Hebrews 11 talks about he, he doesn't please him unless you have some faith, you know, and it takes faith to be expecting him to do some stuff right here, right now. Amen. It takes some faith to him to be healing you right there. Some people, I believe, even as I'm talking, he's healing your mind because you've been dealing with some stress and you, you're having some anxiety. He's touching you right there by his power. He's moving right now. Amen. He's a right now God, isn't he? He's not a tomorrow God. He's not the next day. He moves right now. Amen. I love that about God. He, he's quick to move. He's not, he's just waiting on you to move is what he's waiting on. And you know, and he wants to hear you right there right now, because that's the way he moves. He's a good, good father, praise the Lord. And he's touching some people right now by his presence, but it takes a little faith and you got to trust him right there where you're at. Are you using your faith? <laughs> Amen. Are you still using your faith? He's looking for you to use some faith. Amen. He likes faith. It doesn't please him when you don't have some faith. Amen. And he, he wants to see some faith. He wants you to expect him to do what he told you he's going to do. Amen. You know, I remember... Uh, back when me and my wife, you know, I was getting married, the Lord had told me to go to Bible school, you know, and everything, you know, and, and he's expecting me to do what he told him to do, you know? And so I started looking at this little brochure, like pastor Prince, when he went to Bible school there, I was looking at the brochure, you know, kind of getting it in me. I was looking at that brochure. I'd go out to lunch. I'd go to break time right in between break. You know, I'd be looking at that brochure and getting it inside of me, you know, cause he told me to go, I'm, I'm getting it inside of me, creating the blueprint on the inside of me of what he wants me to do. You know, I, I've got to see it, <laughs> you know, some of you today, you know, they're needing healing today. You need to see it. You know, you need to see yourself healed. You need to see yourself blessed. You've got to see it on the inside of you before he can make it happen for you. You know, you've got to see it. You know, if you get up every morning, and go, I don't know about today. I don't know if this is going to be a good day. I'm not sure if this is going to, no, you got to get up and say every day is a blessing day, you know, and you've got to see it. You, you got to see yourself, God, God doing some wonderful things on the inside of you. You know, he can work with that. Can he, 
God can work with people that can see some things, some people that have some vision and have some dreams. You know, you got to see your your ministry big and you got to see your ministry doing well. You know, uh, I say all the time, my ministry is one of the most popular ministries out there. You know, I say it out of my mouth, you know, I'm speaking it, you know, and you got to see it so you can say it. You know, I see people coming in. I see people getting ministered to, you know, and I see it all the time. I mean, we're growing all the time, you know, but you have to see see it within you and you start speaking what you see, you know, then that what he did with Abraham, you know, he said, I'm going to, he started, he called him. He said, Abraham, you know, he changed him from Abram to Abraham. He said, father of many nations. And Abraham had 300 people, servants, you know, so they're walking around him, you know, they're saying father of many nations, <laughs> you know, he's going out to get some water, you know, and they're yelling at him. Hey, Abraham, father of many nations, you know, and Every time he turned around, you know, they're saying, Abraham, father of many nations, you know, and it was creating that picture on the inside of him, you know. What kind of picture do you have of yourself today? You know, you need to get the picture God has of you today. God sees you doing some great stuff with him. He he has big dreams. He doesn't think small. He thinks big, <laughs> amen, and he thinks big about you. He sees you healed. He sees you well. He sees you doing good. But you need to see it on the inside of you, you know. It takes a little faith, doesn't it? It takes a little bit of faith on the inside to see yourself doing well, you know, and your picture, you know. Some people, their picture is really distorted and not good, and they don't see themselves doing well, you know. But, you you know, you've got to change that picture, you know, get in the Word. Spend some time seeing how Christ sees you, you know. He sees you in a totally different way, you know. He sees you in Him, he, you know, you go through all the scriptures you see in him, in him, and then through him. Well, those are scriptures talking about you. And he, he's talking about how he sees you in him and how you're the righteousness in Christ Jesus. You know, he sees you. He's adopted you into the family of God. Did he, did he not do that? Did he not adopt you into his family? He sees you as one of his. Amen. <laughs> You know, and I don't remember in the Bible, you know, anywhere where, you know, God treated anybody that was in his family in a bad way. You know, God treats his family good, doesn't he? You know, and he loves his family, you know. I don't, you know, I give my kids, you know, I, I, my son, my wife just recently gave him a key to our house, you know, and he loves that key. He can come in. He can open up the front door, you know, and get in the house himself. He can go to my refrigerator anytime he wants to go into my refrigerator. He can play with my stuff anytime he wants to play with my stuff. He can he can get on the couch. He can run around the yard, you know, because he's in my family. Amen. And you're in God's family. You know, he, he's given you the keys, hasn't he? Amen. You know, the Bible says that he's given you the keys and authority in Christ Jesus, didn't he? And he sees you as a winner. He doesn't see you as someone beat down and not worth anything. No, he calls you valuable. He sees you valuable in every way, praise the Lord, because he paid the price. You know, there's not, there's not a bigger price that could be paid for you than Jesus. All the gold in the world wouldn't pay for you, but Jesus paid the price for you. His blood paid the price for you. That That's the highest price that could be paid for you. He gave his son, his only begotten son, the biggest price that could be paid, and he paid it for you. He didn't pay that for just anything. He paid it for you, didn't he? He, he paid it for you because he cares about you, amen, and he loves you. You, some people just don't realize how much he loves them. He loves you. He loves you with agape love. Amen. 
That's one of the one of the Bible talks about love. One of the kinds of love, but it's God kind of love is a agape love, right? What what is that kind of love? Well, that's that's all that He can do for you. You know, me and my wife were married. You know, and God, He's in covenant with us, just like a marriage. You know, and and He and He in a covenant, you know, the person's it's all about what he, the other person can do for you. Amen. And God looks at him, and he came up to Abraham, you know, and he made a covenant with Abraham. And, and he says he's going to do all these things for Abraham. And it was all about what he could do for Abraham. Amen. You know, Abraham didn't have a lot to offer God, but God had a whole lot to offer Abraham, you know. But, and he's the one that started this covenant. He wanted to do a lot for Abraham. You know, and he's the one that came to you about getting saved. He wants to do a lot with you, didn't he? You know, you didn't just happen to run into God and you didn't just happen to come to God. You didn't just happen to get in this service today. You didn't just happen to tune into this Zoom meeting today. No, it's all about God brought you here. <laughs> Amen. And he's got a plan for you and he's got a purpose for you. You didn't just happen to, you're not just taking up space and taking up air. No, he's got a plan. He's got a purpose for you. Amen. You're for such a time as this. Amen. For this time, he's got things he wants to do with you at this time. Amen. You were born at a certain time. You were here at this meeting for a certain time. And God has paths that are prearranged and picked for you. And you just have to be going down that path. And here you are. Because he's got some wonderful things in store for you. You say, well, I don't know. I'm too old or I'm too young and I don't know if he can use me. No, no, he can use anybody. Abraham, man, he was an old man when God started using him. You look at the Bible, you know, in the book of Revelations, you know, John didn't even start till he was 91 to write the book of Revelations. God uses people all the way. And there's no such thing as retirement. There's no such thing as being too young. He used David at a young age. <laughs> amen. He's a God. He'll use you at any age. Anybody that has some faith, amen, he's just looking for somebody with a little faith and that it'll trust him believe him that he'll do some things that'll that he'll do some things in your life you know to touch other people you know he wants to use you <laughs> amen don't look over to your left and don't look to your right and don't look at someone no he's talking to you he wants to use you to do some ex wonderful exploits for him amen you know he's giving you the power he's giving you the keys He's given you purpose. He's been talking to you already about what he's called you to do. And he's just waiting for you to do some acting so he can do some acting. You know, it's amazing when it comes to ministry, you know, for me, you know, the things that God's called me to do, I, I'll start doing things and he just, man, he'll just give me ideas and he'll just talk to me all about my messages and cause I'm doing what he called me to do, you know? But, you know, when you're doing other things, you were like, well, I don't hear him quite as much. Well, you're getting, you want to get involved in the things that he wants you to get involved with. Amen. He wants to talk to you, but he likes you to be involved with what he's asking you to be involved with. You know, I'm amazed. You know, sometimes I'll, I'll get a message and I'm writing down notes and I, I'll cover pages and pages of notes, you know, because he just keeps talking to me and talking to me. You know, some of you, you're like, well, he never talks to me. Well, are you spending time doing what he asked you to do? You know? 
If you're spending time doing what he asked you to do, he gets excited about that. Didn't I tell you he likes faith? <laughs> hey, man. He's like, hey, they believe this is what they're called to do. This is what they're supposed to be doing. And uh, let's let's talk about this a little bit. You know, let's let's get together on this. And we're going to do some great things, praise the Lord. You know, but when you get to talking about something that's small-minded and something that's not what he's all about, you know, then he's not going to talk to you a lot about that, but he'll talk to you a lot about stuff that he's involved in. You know, you get involved in his interests and the stuff that he likes. Oh my goodness. It gets him excited. I'm telling you, it really does, you know, cause you're like, my goodness, you know, and you can't even hardly write it all down, you know, because I'll be putting it in my phone and writing it on the paper and you know, because he's, he's excited, you know, and I, I, I'm like, wow, you know, and it, and he, and it gets you excited because you see he's involved in what you're doing. You know, you know, if you want an exciting life, you want to be a Christian, amen. If you want an exciting life, you want to follow Jesus. You know, he said, I came to give you life. Amen. Now, a lot of people don't have life, you know, they don't have a life, you know, and that's because they don't have Jesus. But he said, I came to give you life, amen, a good life. The Bible says, if you look, there's one version of that that says a life better than you ever dreamed of, amen. He wants you to have a good life, amen. You know, he wants you to have a better life than what you ever dreamed of, you know. And you say, well, Jeremiah, is that possible? Can he actually give me a life that's better than I ever dreamed of? Yeah, he can. Have you looked in the Bible lately? <laughs> you look at Abraham. You look back at Abraham in Genesis. He said, Abraham, why don't you go with me to a land you never heard of? Remember that? And Abraham's like, man, I don't know about this. You know, he'd been raised in a certain place, you know, but he, he, he said, I'm going to use a little faith. Amen. And step out in and then do what God called me to do. And, you know, he excited God. God shows up and talks to Abraham because he's, he's going to do what he told him to do. He took off into another land and he comes and talks to him throughout the whole journey, you know, because he's doing what he told him to do. Amen. You know, and God shows up and he's in his business and he wants to, he's excited about this because Abraham's using some faith, you know, like I said, you know, when you use faith, it excites God. Amen. He gets, you're going to get his attention. You know, remember Solomon put out all of these offerings and he's getting out there to get God's attention, you know, and but man, God shows up. What do you want from me? <laughs> you know, because he's, he gets, he gets involved with faith. Amen. And you know, he, he, Abraham, he leaves the land that he was in and he goes out there, you know, and, and God blesses him. He says, I'm going to bless you. I'm going to bless your family. I'm going I'm to bless you with your dreams. I'm going to bless you with your goals because you were willing to step out and do what I asked you to do. And you know, it's interesting, you know, if you, if you want things to happen and you want God to do some things, you got to be willing to do what he asked you to do and step out and do what he told you to do. You know, uh, it's interesting with ministry and with family and, you know, it might be business. It might be something that you're working on. That he's told you to work on, you know, and, Whatever he's called you to do, whatever you feel like your purpose is, you know, and we look at Peter, you know, he was in a business before he even started ministry and, and God got involved in his business. And next thing you know, he's got more fish than he knows what to do with, you know, he said, once you, once you throw your fish over here, then you're going to have so many fish. You don't know what to do with Peter. <laughs> Peter fills up his boat with fish. Then he calls his friends over and they get their boat filled up with fish. And the next thing you know, it starts sinking, you know, both, both boats start sinking, you know, 
you know, when God gets in your business, it's a whole lot better business than what it is if you don't let God in your business. <laughs> Amen. That's, that's a word for somebody. You need to let God in your business. Whatever it is that you're doing and what are you involved in, you need to let God more in your business. Ask him, what, hey, you know, get a, get a direction, get a goal, you know, let him get involved in your business. He says we're laborers together with him. Amen. And he wants to be a part of whatever you're doing. You know, the word he was talking to me about when I was coming here, you know, yesterday he was talking to me about it too, is that he wants to make life better for you. Amen. He doesn't want you to have some struggle and hate life. You know, he wants to make life better for you. You know, this is hard for Christians. There's a lot of Christians that have a lot of trouble with this, that God would want to make life better for me, you know. But he does. He wants to make life better for you. They've gotten this idea that they're supposed to just suffer and suffer and suffer. Of course, we're supposed to be, we will get persecuted for serving Jesus. And the reason why is because we're telling people there's a better life for you. Amen. And they don't, some people don't want to hear that, you know. But, you know, it's a good, and the Bible's called, it's good news. <laughs> Amen. We've got good news. He wants to make life better for you. You say, well, Jeremiah, how's he going to make life better for me? He's been doing that throughout the Bible for all his people. Amen. He pulled the Israelites out of Egypt. That's a better life, isn't it? They were slaves and they were serving. You know, he, he wanted to make life better for them, didn't he? You know, he came to Abraham and he told Abraham to move away. And he said, I want to make life better for Abraham, you know, and he says, I'm going to bless you, Abraham. And he did for Abraham. He made him rich. The Bible said he made him exceedingly rich because he wanted to bless Abraham. But that wasn't the goal totally to get him exceedingly rich. He wanted him to have his, he wanted to bless him in every area. He wanted to bless his kids too. You want him to have a kid. And he said, I'm going to give you the seed that multiplies as the stars. He said, I'm going to make life better for you, Abraham. Amen. And Jesus, you know, the Bible says, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. We saw his character throughout all four Gospels. And, and he's all, all about making life better for people. Amen. He didn't come to make life worse for you. He came to make life better for you. Amen. He would come up to a multitude of people, lots and lots of people, you know, that needed healing. And he would heal all of them, every one of them, you know. Look it up in your Bible concordance and look up Healed Them All. You know, there's a book called Healed Them All because he would walk up and heal everybody in the crowd because he wanted to make life better for those people. Amen. And and he's talking to you today. He says, I want to make life better for you. Amen. He wants life to be better. It, you know, you may be doing it a hard way and he can make it easier for you. You may be struggling in a certain way and he can make it easier for you if you let him make life better better for you. Amen. You know, I'll never forget, you know, after I'd been working in a warehouse for years, you know, and years, and I got married to my wife, you know, and I'll never forget, we were looking to, as I moved to Tulsa, you know, to go to Bible school, you know, and, and uh, we were looking for me a job there. I transferred for on a job over there. And I'll never forget, she asked me a question that kind of blew my mind, you know, she, and I never thought about it because I always thought, man, I need to work hard. I got to work really hard, you know, and that's what it's about life. We, we work hard, you know, and she asked me, what do you want to do? You know, and people never ask themselves that question, do they? You know, she, I, I was like, what, what do I want to do? <laughs> you know, 
And sometimes God will ask you that question, what do you want to do? Because see, he puts those desires within you. The Bible says, delight yourself in the Lord. And he puts the desires, you get the desires of your heart. He's in his presence, his fullness of joy. And he puts those desires within you in his presence. Like right now, he's speaking to you because you're in his presence. And he's got desires that are being birthed in you right there, you know. And he's asking you, what do you want to do? You know, good things to serve him and good things, good plans he's put in your life you know and he's asking you what do you want to do you know and I, she asked me that question and I was like wow you know and I ended up getting the best job I ever had that I enjoyed because of that one circumstance very interesting you know but it's a whole different type of thinking you know and you've got to think different if you're going to follow God God wants you to do some big things and wonderful things but you got to see yourself doing those things, you can, you know, and it takes some time of renewing your mind to, to the word to think the way he thinks. He thinks big and he wants to see you do some big things. Praise the Lord. But you got to change that thinking. You know, you got to see yourself doing those things, you know. You know, my father, he's had many businesses, you know, but, you know, he had to see himself opening those businesses. He's he's opened all kinds of businesses. He's done different types of things from restaurants. He did different types of things with, with linens, you know, but he had to see his dream and he had to put the get into action and work his dream. And he's he, he said, I liked it because I liked working for myself, you know. What do you see with your picture today? What's your picture what do you see today? Do you just see yourself as somebody that doesn't, isn't worth anything? Do you see yourself as somebody that's not valuable? What do you see yourself today? God sees you highly valuable. He sees you a person that's highly important <laughs> because he sent his son for you. He, if, he wouldn't send his son for somebody that wasn't worth anything. No, he sent his son for you because you're valuable, praise the Lord. And he wants to see you use some faith and step out and let him make life better for you. Now, I don't know where, where you're at. Everybody's different and where they're at today. But he wants to make life better for you today. Wherever you're at, wherever you're starting, whatever you're working on today, he wants to make life better for you. That speaks to us all in different ways, doesn't it? You know, because we're all in different circumstances. We're all dealing with different things and We'd say, well, hey, this would be better for me. But, you know, God wants to make things life better for, make life better for you. You remember the gentleman that was at the pool of Bethesda and he's sitting there by the pool and he'd been there for years and long, long period of time, you know, and, and Jesus comes up to him, you know, now he could have went up to anybody. He could have went to, he could have been anywhere. I'm sure he had crowds following him, you know. But he wanted to go find this one particular guy. And he goes over to this guy and he says, do you want to be better? You know, do you want to be well? And you're going to have to ask yourself that today. You know, do I want my circumstances better? Do I want God to make life better for me today? Well, you're going to have to do whatever he's leading you to do today, you know. And he's leading you. He's talking to you. But it's always up to us, isn't it, if we're going to make life better for us. Sometimes people just aren't willing to step out and use their faith. But God's coming. He's challenging you because he wants to make life better for you. If I hadn't gone and done the things I did and I hadn't started some of the stuff he's told me to start and I hadn't listened to my wife, I couldn't have gotten a better job. You know, you think about it, you've got to be willing to step out and use some faith, amen, and trust God in whatever the circumstance it is today. You know, what is he speaking to you about today? 
What's he talking to you about today? You know, you when you're laying on your bill, pillow at night, what's he talking to you about? When you get up in the morning, what's he talking to you about? You know, you know what I'm talking about. Everybody, he's talking to us about something, you know. And and if he's talking to you about healing, you know, you need to see yourself healed. You need to see yourself taking a vacation. You need to see yourself doing good things. But you have to see it. If you don't have the picture then you're never going to get where you need to go. Amen. If you don't see yourself pastoring and doing the things that you want to do as a pastor, then, you know, you can't ever reach your goal. You've got to see it. You say, well, Jeremiah, where's that in the Bible? Well, you remember when they were building that big old, uh, they were building the, the, the Tower of Babel? He said, I can't stop them from building all the way to where they were wanting to go because they had an image on the inside of them. If you study that out, you'll see that they had a picture on the inside of them and they were going to build it all the way to the heavens and he had to stop them from doing it because they had that picture on the inside of them, you know, and, and God's always trying to create a picture on the inside of you. Remember he came up to Abraham. He said, look at the stars. He's trying to create a picture on Abraham of how he was going to bless him. He's always trying to work on that picture on the inside. He wants to bless you, but you've got to see it. You know, are you beat down by life? Are you beat by, down by your circumstances? You know, don't let it get your picture. <laughs> Amen. Don't let anything get your picture. You know, maybe you, you even before you came here, I'm sure the devil challenged you even before you turn this on today because, you know, the enemy doesn't want you to hear these something encouraging. He doesn't want to hear, you know, the Lord speak to you in your life, you know, and he'll try to stop you even from getting to a good meeting like this, you know, but you got here and you're here because God created that picture. Hey, you're going to get there. You're going to make it. You know, and, and you've got to do that with whatever he's called you to do. You've got to see it and you've got to be a person that's willing to go after whatever he's called you to do. Amen. The, the picture on the inside, working on that picture. Amen. You know, uh, I, I was talking there to a uh, brother Prince, you know, and he's talking about they're having a baby and they're about in the eighth month now, you know, and, hey, and you think about that, you know, she's developing that baby on the inside. We've had two babies. I know all about this, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that baby's on the inside and you see that baby on the inside and you know and she's feeding it she's taking care of it she's feeding it and taking care of it it's growing it's getting bigger you know and then one day she's going to give birth to that baby you know you know and she's probably speaking good things over that baby that's going to be a healthy baby we're going to have a healthy delivery everything's going to work out just fine we're going to have a beautiful baby you know well, you know, people with your dreams and with your goals, you know, you've got to nurture it. You know, you've got to feed it, you know. Like I was talking to you about me going to the Bible school, you know, I was looking at that that manual. I was getting it on the inside of me, you know. And you've got to get it on the inside of you. You know, God will tell you something, but you have to work on it. And you have to feed it, you know. That's why people don't ever get their dreams and their goals is because they don't work on it, you know. If you want healing, you've got to listen to some healing scriptures. You've got to put some healing on the inside of you. You know, the Bible says that his word is good medicine, isn't it? <laughs> Amen. You're getting some good medicine today. His word is medicine and it ministers to you. And he's ministering some medicine today to you, you know, getting you get some good health on the inside of you, quickening your spirit, getting you excited about life again, you know. You know, he said he came to give us life, and he's he's given you life, and life will make you excited about what you're doing again. It'll make you excited about going where you're going again. It'll make you excited about getting up in the morning, amen. His life is what quickens you in your spirit and gets you excited about every day 
when you're partaking of his life and feeding your spirit on a daily basis, praise the Lord. It takes a little work, you know, but you got to feed it and quicken it on the inside, you know, because he's, he's got things he wants done at this time. And this purpose that he has for you is important right now. You know, you're going to affect many people all around you, you know, and some of you listening to me, you know, right now, you know, you don't even realize you think, well, I'm not affecting anybody. I'm not, I'm not, nobody hears what's going on with me. Nobody has any idea what's going on with me. You'd be surprised how your life affects people all around you all the time, you know, and, and you're leading them to Christ or you lead them another way, you know, and we want to lead them in a good way. We want them to go the right way and we want them to, we want them to be encouraged to fulfill what God's called them to do on a daily basis. Praise the Lord. Amen. So he wants to make our life better. Do you believe that? Do you believe God wants to make your life better? That's what the whole book's about, life being better. <laughs> you say, well, Jeremiah, you know, the book of Revelations, all kinds of stuff's going to happen, you know, and that's we don't know, is that life better? Man, the book of Revelations, the revelation of Jesus Christ, man, he's trying to make life better. <laughs> and the first half, you know, people realize they're going to be raptured up the great multitude, and then he's going to have angels preaching the gospel the last three and a half years. He's trying to get more and more people saved, make their lives better. He's all about making things better. He's a good, good father. Amen. He wants to make your life better. He's trying to get as many people saved, make their lives better because he's a good, good father. Amen. He wants better things for you, better things than what you're settling for. Amen. Better things than what you're probably even thinking about. You're thinking probably about my goal right now. And he wants to do better than that. <laughs> Amen. He's exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. He wants to make things better for you. Amen. You know, you're just going to take one step to do what you're going to do. Then he's going to have an even better step. I've been doing this for some time. I know how he works. He wants to make it better. Amen. And the more you listen, the more he'll make it better for you. Amen. The more you listen and do what he tells you to do, it'll make it better for you. You know, I remember, you know, he was talking to me about giving, you know, and he was trying to get me to give and I, I wasn't giving anything and I was, I needed to be giving like I should be giving, you know, and I was like, man, I'm making more money than I ever had. And, but yet I would not have nothing, you know, I was like, well, what, what's the deal, Lord, what's going on? You know, he said, well, you got to give, you know, then, you know, I got to giving and things just started getting better and better and better as I gave. You know, you've got to do things for him to make things better for you. You got to do what he tells you to do. And if you do it regularly, then you're going to see things. When I first got saved, he had me reading the Bible. That's all I did. Just read the Bible, read it, read it, read it, read it, memorize it, read it, read it, read it. And man, my spirit's getting prospered. I'm prospering on the inside, you know, and he's making life better because my thinking's changing and, and I'm getting to where I'm excited about life again, you know. It's just those little things, isn't it? Just the little stuff, how he can make things better. But if you're doing nothing, you know, I remember, you know, when I was uh, first started exercising, you know, and, and I, I just started, you know, and I was like, wow, you know, I'm just doing a little bit. I don't know if that's going to help, you know, but just a little bit. And I started feeling better and I slept better and I could do better on a daily basis. I could walk longer. I could stand longer, feel better, you know, but it was just a little bit each day. But you'd be surprised how much just a little bit of word each day and a little bit of giving each day can change your life in big, big ways, you know, just little things, you know. We're always thinking we've got to do it big. We've got to do everything big, you know. But if you'll start somewhere 
right, and be consistent about it, then God can do some wonderful things. I was listening to a well-known minister just recently, and he was talking about how when he first started, didn't have any money, but he went, he was scraping up cans and scraping up whatever he could just so he could give a dollar a day, trying to give a dollar a day, you know, to God. And God has blessed him in so many ways. He's, he's got so he's touched him in so many ways. You know, I don't want to sit there and go on about all the things he's done for him, but he's changed his life tremendously. You know, it's the little things, isn't it? You know, just the little things, how they change things. You know, you reading the word and him making your spirit stronger and your thinking's getting bigger and you're, you're impacting more people around you. You know, it's amazing how God can do some things, but he'll start right where you're at. Amen. And you may be the one that touches so many all around you if you'll just start right where you're at. This time, by the end of the year, God could do some amazing things. He's moving quickly right now. You know, we're seeing harvest fast. We're seeing God moving quicker because we're getting close to this thing being rounded up, praise the Lord. But, you know, you think about it just, if you start where you're at, he can do so much. But you have to give him something to work with, you know, give him your life, give him your time and prayer. You know, he, this is a time of fasting and prayer. How much time are you praying? You know, how much time are you giving to him? You know, he'll work with that. He'll come and speak to you just like he's speaking to you today. How much time are you giving him? Praise the Lord, because he wants to do some wonderful things in your life. Amen. Pastor Prince doesn't just do this for no reason. God's put it on his heart for a reason. Amen. And there's some things he, God's wanting to speak to you right now here, right now that this time in November, he wants to do some things could change the whole next year for your life, you know. Could change the whole end of this year of your life. Are you listening to what God's saying through Pastor Prince? Are you listening to what God's saying through the people that are ministering here? You know, because he's trying to change your life and make it better for you. He's got good things for you. Amen. And you have to see it and let him listen to the Holy Spirit who gives you big words and he speaks big things into your spirit, you know. It'll make it hard to sleep at night, believe you me. It'll make you, you'll get excited about it. You, you'll you want to get up in the morning and do it, <laughs> you know, because he thinks so big about you. He's a good, good father. He's thinking all the time. You know, I used to, I'd drive, you know, and I'd get on the highway and I, I would go down the road, you know, and I was going to my car, you know, and i never forget, you know, I was thinking about my wife. I just got married, you know, and I'm going down the highway. I was like, man, I want to bless her. I want to do something for her. I just love her, you know. And I'm going down the highway, and the Lord spoke to me, and he said, that's how I think about you, Jeremiah. He's wanting to do things for you. He loves you. Amen. He's a good father. He, he's the one that came to you get saved. He's the one that came to you who wanted to bless you. He's the one who put his word out there for you, or you would have never got saved. Amen. <laughs> he came to you. He's the one who initiated it all. He initiated it with Abraham, and he had you in mind. He initiated it with Jesus, and he had you in mind. Think about that today. You say, well, I'm not loved. No, he already initiated that he wanted to do some loving things in your life. Praise the Lord. Amen. He initiated it. He came to you. Amen. And he's here today for you. He loves you. And he wants you to have a better life than what you ever had. A, had. Amen. But you got to let him do that in your life. you got to let him do it because he's wanting to do some amazing things in your life. You say, well, Jeremiah, how do you know that? Because he's done it for me. Amen. He's done some wonderful things for me. I can go on and on and on. We could talk all night long how he's done some wonderful things for me. Amen. 
I've got two wonderful kids. I've got a wonderful wife. I've got a one. God's been good to Jeremiah, you know. And you think about, he wants to do some wonderful things in your life. I've had a great destiny, great purpose. I've gotten to speak to I don't know how many people. Thousands of people hear me, you know. And it's because God wants to bless you. He wants you to have an impact in your world, whatever you're doing, wherever you're at today, because he loves you. Amen. And he wants to do the same with you, praise the Lord. Well, let's go ahead and pray. Y'all ready to pray? If you'd like to contact us for a prayer, praise reports, or offerings, go to jeremiahsmithministries.podbean.com. Thank you for listening.